0: Examining the best retirement plans in 2022? Do you use Zelle or Venmo? Well, the IRS is going to find out. These topics and much more on today's episode of Adam Talks. Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. I got a great episode for you today going to uh, explore a new to- a new format for doing this podcast. Going to actually try to do two topics, sometimes more, shorter duration on each topic. So um, at least that's some of the feedback I got, keep people more vested, more interested into the um, topic being presented. Uh, we got a new sponsor as well in the new year. So really excited to announce a sponsorship by Capital in the Market. Who's sponsoring uh, the Adam Talks podcast? So I I will get to that also um, shortly. um, But um, happy New Year, everyone! Uh, Again, hope everyone's doing great. Tons of COVID going around. I actually caught COVID. Um, I'm feeling great, honestly. I just got a bit of a tickle in my throat, but no fever. I'm double vaxxed, boosted, so I think that that actually helped a bit. But I'm young. I'm pretty healthy, so. Um, I'm good. Uh, but otherwise, I uh, just wanted to let you guys know, uh, because if you hear it in my voice, that's why. Um, so let's get started. Topic number one is the best retirement plans for 2022. So when I say retirement plans, I'm not going to focus on traditional IRA Roth, but I'm going to focus on the SEP and the solo 401k, which again, if you're self-employed, you have options. If you work at Tesla or Apple or a big law firm, or a big accounting firm, you don't really have any choice. You got to use what you get. So you're generally going to have access to a 401k. You'll generally be able to make employee deferral contributions. 2022, it's 20,500 um, or 27,000. If you're over 50, um, you're, you're probably potentially going to get a safe harbor contribution option as well. Uh, but you're not going to be able to do profit share and you're not going to probably be able to do a mega backdoor. And, and that's really going to be all of, uh, of your options. But if you're self-employed, you got some options. So let's talk about the two main retirement plans and uh, explain why 2022 is even better than 2021. So let's start with the SEP. The SEP is a pure profit-sharing plan. Generally, 20% of your net Schedule C if you're a sole proprietor or single member LLC, 25% if you're a W-2. Okay, So for example, you make $40,000, you're self-employed, net Schedule C after self-employment tax and FICA, you can do 20% of 40 or eight. If it was a W-2 and you made 40,000 W-2, because you have an S-Corp or C-Corp, it'd be 25% of 40. If you have employees in a SEP, you generally have to make similar percentage profit sharing contributions. However, there's something called a three out of five year rule, meaning if your employees have not been with you three of the last five years, you do not have to offer them contribution uh, percentage Um options or opportunities in the SEP, meaning you don't have to make the corresponding profit sharing contributions for them. You can just do it for those that satisfy the three of the five-year rule, um, including obviously yourself uh, as an owner. So something to consider. The SEP has no loan feature, which we'll get to in a second. Also, all contributions are pre-tax. You can convert to Roth, but that conversion is subject to tax. All contributions are due when you fall or your business follows its return whether it's a Schedule C uh, or a 1120 um, CRS or a 1065, and it includes extensions, right? So as long as you file or make your contributions by the time you file your return, including extensions for the prior year, you're good to go with a SEP. However, as I mentioned, it's basically just a pure profit sharing plan. So the maximum you could put in is 61,000 in 2022, which is more than it was in 2021, which is $58,000. So 2022, you can put away more than you can in 2021. No catch-up contributions um, like a solo. So let's move to the solo. I guess this is like comparing, um, I don't know, maybe like LeBron James and Steph Curry, right? It's hard to argue LeBron James or Michael Jordan. I'm more old school. I would still say Michael Jordan's better than LeBron James, but you're comparing current um, NBA stars, and I'm a big NBA fan. Maybe the um, SEP IRA, maybe it's Steph Curry, and the the solo of 401k is arguably LeBron James, which you know over 17, 18 year career um, won four or so titles, you know been MVP a number of times. Steph Curry's younger player has got some time to catch up, but right now still um, a little bit behind LeBron James. SEP IRA is a fine retirement plan. It's a great plan. If you're going to max out, if you're going to make three, 400 grand a year then and you're under 50, the SEP IRA able do the job. It's going to give you that 61,000 bucks, right? Even though 20% of 500 more than 61, you're capped at that 61. The same token, if you make only 10 grand, you're going to be capped at that 10 grand. You can't contribute more than you make. Solo 401k. It has an employee deferral, and I mentioned this many times on blogs, podcasts, videos. Since 2001, extra President Bush signed after 9/11, the solo 401k became the LeBron James um, versus um, you know it became Superman versus just a regular retirement plan. Why it added the employee deferral feature, which allowed you in 20 or allows you in 2022 to go twenty thousand five hundred dollar for dollar, or twenty seven thousand dollars plus it has the profit sharing contribution option as a SEP. So it gets the benefits of a SEP and it also gets the benefits of a 401k where you can do employee deferrals uh, 25 or 27,000 if you're over 50, I should say 20,500, not 25,000, 20,500. Contributions can be pre-tax or Roth and you're gonna be able to put away a whole lot more than a SEP. So if you made $40,000, Schedule C under 50, Solo K will let you do 25,000 plus eight, 28,500. SEP will just let you do eight. Pretty big difference. Uh, if you're 100 grand, W2 over 50, SEP IRA will give you 25K. Solo K will give you 27, because there's a catch up plus the 25, so 52, right? So I'm more than double. Okay. So as I mentioned, employee deferrals, pre tax or Roth, employer contributions, have to be pre-taxed, but you can convert it to Roth like SEP. After the SECURE Act was passed in 2019, you can now set up a solo K like a SEP, same rules in the (coughs) current year for the prior year, same rules apply. Employer contributions need to be made before the business follows a return, although employee deferrals for a W-2 should be made by 1231, whereas employee deferrals for a sole proprietor or single member LLC using a Schedule C can be made up until the return, including extensions. Okay, so otherwise, same rules. Solokales has a loan feature where you can borrow for any purpose, $50,000 or 50% of your account value, whatever's less. Five-year loan, payable at least quarterly. Current interest rate is still 3.25%. It probably will go up a little bit if interest rates go up. Something to keep in mind if you're looking to a loan, this could be a, a good time to do it um what else so as i mentioned roth contributions both plaids you can do alternative assets whether it's a self-directed SEP or a self-directed solo you can do real estate or crypto same rules apply other than an ira cannot buy life insurance a 401k can one other big difference is if you're a real estate investor and loves using leverage a solo 401k will let you use a non-recourse loan to buy real estate non-recourse is a loan you do not personally guarantee without triggering a tax known as UBTI or UBIT, Unrelated Business taxable Income Tax, which can go up as high as 37%. So it's a big, big advantage to use a solo form k if you're able to use leverage. And if you are interested, I have tons of non-recourse loan providers um, I can share with you. Uh, generally, they're looking for at least 35, 40% down because they're taking a greater risk. You may pay a little bit more in terms of points because of the fact that it's non-recourse. But it has to be non-recourse because code section 4975 does not allow you to personally guarantee an obligation of your IRA. So you don't really have a choice if you want to use leverage. But if you use leverage in an IRA, you're going to (coughs) pay a UBIT tax on a net portion of that associated with the loan. Whereas if you uh, did in a 401k, you you generally wouldn't. So it's another big win. One area where I think the SEP wins, like Steph Curry is a better shooter than, than LeBron James, is administration. SEP IRA, your IRA custodian will file the 5498 or the 1099R for distributions. In a solo case, it's basically you. Now, if you work with IRA financial, we'll assist you and take care of it with you. But if you have more than 250K in your 401K, uh, you have to file a 5500EZ. If you have less than 250, you don't have to file anything. So in that case, you are in a better position than the SEP. But in the SEP, the custodian does all the reporting anyway. So you're not really doing much other than maybe giving a value to the custodian. Whereas if you have more than 250 in your plan, you got to follow the 5500EZ, which is due uh, end of July of the following year. You can also get an extension uh, until October uh, 15th or so. So um, that's really (coughs) the one area where the the SEP, I think, has an advantage um, over the solo. So Those are the two best retirement plans. Um, And in 2022, like 2021, I do believe the solo K wins almost every time, other than if you're gonna max out and you're under 50, then the SEP will do the job, assuming you don't need a loan and you're not a Roth lover. But if you are a Roth lover and you wanna do real estate and you're gonna wanna use leverage and you don't make enough money to just guarantee max out on a profit sharing, And you're going to need the employee deferral, which will help you reach your maximum of the 61 or 5, excuse me, um, the 61 or the 67.5. If you're over 50, then um, the solo K is going to win. Um, And again, the admin is not super hard. If you're over 250 in assets, 250,000, it's an easy um, form. We help you do it. It's literally one page. It's like six questions. Uh, It takes literally seven minutes to do. So I wouldn't let that stop you from doing the solo, but um, otherwise, um, just like uh, basketball, LeBron I think still um, beats Steph Curry overall today. So we'll see what happens next year. But <coughs> using a basketball analogy, I would I would do the solo over the set, uh pretty much any any day of the week. Um, so just like if you're starting an NBA team, well maybe if you're not starting an NBA team today because maybe Steph Curry is younger, got more years, but. If you're just picking the best NBA player today between Steph and LeBron, I think you still got to give the nod to LeBron. And I think the solo gets the nod uh, over the step. So uh, I'm going to take a break and then come back and talk about Zell and Venmo and the IRS. So excited to announce a new sponsorship for Adam Talks Capital to Market, which I've known for some time and i've known the guys at capital market it's a marketplace for alternative asset investments for individuals and retirement accounts from real estate startups private equity hedge funds and even mature private companies the capital market place is your place to go for all your alternative asset investment needs and you can check out c2m at capitalmarket.com just note this ad does not constitute an offer to sell or solicit an offer to buy or a recommendation of any security or any product or service offered by capital market nothing in this ad is intended to provide tax legal or investment advice and nothing in this ad should be construed as a recommendation to buy sell or hold any investment or security or engage in any investment strategy or transaction by IRA financial or c2m so let's turn to venmo paypal zelle we've all used one or the other right venmo I use it all the time. Uh, my wife uses it to you know, pay for coaches, tutors for my kids, um, things like that. It really comes in handy You know, with Zelle, PayPal, whatever uh, your choice is. Um, the IRS is going to get more info now. Starting January 1st, a lot of people didn't realize this. This did not make the type of news that I expected. So as of January 1st, the mobile payment apps like Venmo, PayPal, Zelle, and Cash App are required to report commercial, not personal, but commercial transactions totaling more than six hundred dollars per year. So it used to be twenty thousand bucks. Okay, it used to be mobile out payments only had to tell the IRS when the person had over two hundred commercial transactions per year that exceeded twenty thousand bucks. Now it's six hundred bucks. Okay, that's a very big difference. So basically what's going to happen is they're going to acquire all these apps like Venmo to file a 1099K reporting on all the commercial income they collected through the app. Okay. And again, this only applies to commercial goods or services, not personal charges to friends and family. Um, you know, if you're, if you're sending money to buy a Christmas gift or a birthday gift, things like that. So the IRS basically said the changes also apply to people who sell items on the internet like eBay. Uh, or have any type of like commercial transaction business. okay? But PayPal basically said PayPal and, and Venmo will offer a way for customers to tag their peer-to-peer. So they're going to let you know, They'll basically let you indicate whether this is like a peer-to-peer transaction, i.e. I'm, I'm giving you 25 bucks to, to pay for John's birthday gift, or if this is a commercial transaction like paying for a tutor or a coach or a, a t-shirt or some other services being performed. So this is a pretty big game changer. Um, 600 bucks is not a lot. $20,000 is. Um, and this is just an information grab. Um, this is basically what a lot of the provisions in the Build Back Better bill are about, especially in the retirement world. It's all about collecting info. Um, but a lot of people slept on this thing. They felt that the BBB bill, since it didn't pass, a lot of people felt that this was in the BBB bill, but it wasn't. It's was in the American Rescue Plan Act, and it was a, it was basically a COVID uh, nineteen response bill that was passed back in March. Okay, so this thing slipped through. Everyone had a good time, New Year's Eve party. January one rolled around, bang, this thing's in place. And just keep this in mind: Hey, if you're doing commercial transactions uh, and you're not reporting it because you're like, hey, it's only five thousand bucks or eight thousand bucks, like the IRS will never know. Hey, now they may know because if it's over 600 bucks and it's tagged as commercial, they'll know. And by Venmo or Zelle filing the 1099K and they don't see it on your tax return, you're going to get audited. Um, so just be aware of it. It's just caution. I know, you know a lot of people kind of use this stuff um, you know, for, for for commercial transactions, but it doesn't reach 20 grand, right? Like my kids have tutors and I have a basketball coach that comes to help my eight year old and his friends every week. Uh we pay him each like ten bucks. It's like four or five kids and who knows how much he makes. He does other families as well. He's a kid. He's probably, you know, in college. Um so I don't know if he hits the twenty K, but I know he makes more than six hundred bucks. So um you know I actually told him this um uh, yesterday I think or a couple of days ago and he was like oh no I'm pretty, uh, it's pretty much in shock. He's like, okay, I got to like make sure I'm doing this right because I don't want to not report this stuff and then get into trouble with the IRS. So beware. um, 600 bucks is not a lot. You can tag it if it's personal, but just obviously, you know, be accurate if you're, um, you know, selling t-shirts and doing this, um, a bunch over these cash apps and then indicating it's personal and it's commercial and you get audited, you know, you, you could, you know, being in a, in a tough situation. So you want to be accurate. Again, just report it, right? If it's taxable, the IRS obviously feels they're losing a bunch of tax revenue. They want to um, collect more data on, on all of us. So um, let's see where it goes. Um, it will have an impact um, generally on, on way more people because um, 600 bucks is such a low threshold where the 20K, I think a lot of people were under it and probably just weren't reporting the income on their tax return um and now the irs is um going to find out because they're forcing these cash app companies to um provide the info on the 1099k so it's a heads up it's my job to um you know help educate everyone not just on self directed retirement stuff but on you know tax related uh current events that uh, i think are important and and this kind of caught me by surprise i forgot about this i remembered it back in march And then um, I actually uh, read a tax blog on this um, in the beginning of this year. And I was like, oh, I should totally talk about this on Adam Talks because I bet there's so many people out there that use Venmo, PayPal, Cash App, Zelle, and and have no idea that the IRS is gonna be um, looking at this stuff uh, very closely. So make sure if you're tagging it, you're tagging it correctly. And if you're above the 600 and you're doing it for commercial purposes, um, tree as a business, it may, it may actually work out because you can get business expenses associated with. So you may end up in being in a good position by reporting a tree as a business because you may be able to get deductions, which may zero out your income anyways, but just be aware of it. Um, otherwise that's it. Um, hope you guys enjoyed today's episode of Adam talks. Hope you guys like this format as well. Thanks to our friends at capital market for uh, sponsoring today's episode um, great guys um, again if you're interested in alternative assets no, not promoting anything just check out their marketplace um, you, you may find uh, investments um, that you uh, find interesting I, I have no uh, you know vested interest uh, you know there's no conflict interest they are a sponsor uh, but you know I've had um, I know a bunch of people that have used them and have made investments so um, Check it out if you're interested. Otherwise, um stay safe. Um if you catch COVID, then you probably want Omicron because uh it's it's super mild. Um I feel great. I if I if I had to, I'd run a marathon now. Not that I want to, but um <laughs> other than a tickle in my throat, I feel great. Still drinking wine every night. So um catch it if you can. Um because we're all gonna get this this damn thing. But otherwise hope hope this is the end of uh COVID. It's been a long journey. I don't know how I've lasted this long, but interesting enough, my kids don't have it. My wife doesn't have it. Just me. Um, and we do everything together. Uh, I'm not sure how I caught it. I, just, I guess like AOC in Miami. Um, it's in the air who knows, but stay safe, be well, and talk to everyone again, uh, next week.